Hello, everyone. This podcast tells you a story behind the success of Asia Designer, produced by Sixty Magazine. Hello. Hello? Oh, I can hear. Okay, great. Can you hear me? How、Is、are it... you? Yes. Good. Good. Yes. I'm good. Yes. How are you? I mean, it's nice to talk to you. <laughs> I know. I realized we never were able to talk、yes. on the phone together. So Actually, I'm glad to do this. <laughs> yeah. Finally. I know. Wait, so、Remain. are you are you in、uh, Japan right now? Yes, we are in Tokyo right now. Are you in New York or China? I'm in Seattle.、Um, oh, you're in actually... Seattle. Yeah, but I will go back to New York in two days. Wow! I mean,、yeah. like you, you've been traveling a lot, right? If it was like not only in the United States, but you went to like China or the other countries. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that like I was able to slow down a bit, but I'm doing、right. traveling back to Shanghai and、yeah. even back to Tokyo. I see. I mean, you you cannot go into China right now, is it? Yeah, it's all banned、oh. for now, but hopefully、okay. they will let us go. Maybe back in, yeah,、like、two three months. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Right, right, right. I mean, the the factory is is still working in China. Yeah, so we opened back up on March,、mm. early March, early March. So it was、mm. okay, but um, we converted some of our factory to doing、right. other orders. Um,、okay. so. I mean, I think it was an adjustment for everyone,、um, but yes, thankfully, yeah, we were、true. able to go back to work. I see. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully, everything is going well. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you for having me, and I'm、yes. really excited about this. Yeah, we really, really wish to talk to you anyway. So,、um, let me just briefly explain about our companies and Sixty Magazine this time. Perfect. Yeah, so sixty percent, as you already know, that sixty percent is um global on、um, Asia-based streetwear platform, which we already have one hundred thirty-one ah、uh, streetwear brand from ten countries. And for this times that this ah、uh, podcast and Spotify to show, um this ah、uh, interview is held by Sixty Magazine, which is also our company's um web magazine. And Sixty Magazine is a Tokyo-based streetwear culture media to feature like people who upcoming streetwear seeing to you know grow up more or like successfully、um, build the brands in Asia. So this time we we really really happy to you to join for this interview. Yeah, I'm so excited. I I I love Sixty Percent because I know we just got to put our clothes、yeah. with.、Uh, oh yes. The buyer、yeah. story, but、um, I、yeah. looked into your story online.、Right. I read some of the interviews you guys did in the past.、Oh, really? I really like what you're doing, and、like, oh, I'm、right. so happy that you're also、Thank、a girl you、so、in the industry because it、yeah. is more rare, I would say, to see more girls kind of stepping up. Right, very true. I also feel exactly the same things that you were doing in New York, even that you, you know, you're, you're, let's say, you're in Asian, but you know, you, you're trying to do the best in New York and getting a lot of success. In the United States, which is really like difficult you know, slowly, for normal but... people. <laughs> slowly,、yeah. but you know, well, hopefully, you know, we're here for the culture, and I really, yeah, it's something I'm passionate about, and I see that, you know, for sure, sixty percent too. I'm happy. Yeah. Again, I think it's really cool to see a girl,、um, oh, a girl、yeah. kind of group do this. Yes, exactly, exactly. 
yeah that's what we want us to do anyway <laughs> yeah okay so i will i want us to ask you about the take on our brand introductions a little bit for for us yeah 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 um so um mm. and i run a brand called take on mm. uh take on label so i started this brand around uh two three years ago around right. 2017 with my cousin jessica okay um we came from a fashion background so mm. um we grew up kind of always being surrounded by clothes and just like mm. the manufacturing business mm. and It was always a dream of ours to start a brand. Her and I are mm. quite uh, different in age, uh, mm. but we're quite similar with the way we see it. Right. And again, it, it's always been like a dream for us to start our own brand. So mm. when the opportunity came, I think three years ago, my mm. we sat down together and we're like, should we do it? And we said, mm. we said, why not? Like, what's holding us back? Wow, <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> so I'm glad that we did it at that time because I do feel like you know, if I were to start now, it's not too mm. late for anyone who just want to start now. Mm. I don't ever think it's too late, but mm. I'm glad that back then we did start because we learned so much, mm. we evolved so much, and um, yeah. yeah. Mm. I see. Wait, uh, what? Oh, what do you what do you mean about the take on brand names coming from? So it was kind of a funny story. So when I we were sitting in our office and we were just mm. thinking about what should we call the brand? Yeah, um, we were thinking of so many different names. I think it took us like a week. Well, like a wow. brainstorming. Really? Yeah, because it, it was something that like you know she has so many ideas. Her husband mm. has some ideas. I have ideas. You know, mm. our family has ideas. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, her. Um, Her husband was like, "Oh, you know what about like something about like astronaut, which is like taikong in Chinese?" Ah, and we were thinking about why. it. We we're like, and I was like, "You know what about take on? Kind of like like take on me, but really like take on uh, right like, doing." So right, that's right, right, right. really where it came from. Yeah, I see. That is interesting to hear. Okay, so I also want us to know about that. That you already mentioned that you have the fashion backgrounds before you started take on yourselves. So, yeah. um, can I ask you a little bit about your introduction, um, yeah, based course. on your fashion career? Yeah. So, um, I um again, I always grew up with fashion, but I mm -hmm. uh, grew up in Seattle. But there wasn't so much fashion going on here. But mm -hmm. every time I would travel back overseas, it was. You know, I was always so interested in the fashion mm -hmm. industry. I think like that right. was my first ever dream, I... <laughs> which is good. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. And then um, when I, I think it was junior high, high school, mm -hmm. uh, my family was like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "Still fashion designer." That's when I decided to apply to Parsons. Wow, from the junior high school. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I did end up going to Parsons, and I studied fashion mm -hmm. design there. Mm -hmm. Um and I really loved it and I would say during those years I worked at Jason Wu um, mm, yes. for a year and a half for social media and also some fashion design mm. and I also did Marissa Webb for social media wow and then I did a uh, Revolve China for okay. about a few months oh for... I see yeah so I I was in the social media kind of curation and also for fashion mm. design for a few of the companies um, I see and I think I was a sophomore and that's when I said or that's right. when the opportunity came to start take on so I we we, wow. we said to ourselves yeah why take why not take the risk and we're happy that we did mm. it back then <laughs> 
I see. So, so since you are really good at and having the knowledge for both like social media strategy, but also you you can do about the design at the same times. Yeah, and I would say even back then it was so different because 2015, seven, mm. 16, 17, I think social media was at a growing point. It still is right. growing, but yeah, it, it slowed is. down. Mm. Um, I would say like back in 15, 14, 16, it was mm. like a free-for-all a little bit for a lot of new brands coming mm. in to say, hey, how can we do marketing on here? How can oh, we yeah. really curate images? Sure. Um, it looks much different now from what we see, but I definitely mm. think that that helped me understand more of marketing and business mm. side online. Yeah, mm, I see. You said that you're working for the Revolve China. Is it you mm. working in New York, in the United States for that company or you were based in China to work for in this Shanghai. company? They have a Shanghai office. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I was managing like Weibo and like uh, WeChat. Wow. Articles. Because you are um, very strong for, you know, knowing about China market, you know, how to get into it. And, but you're also working from the United States part, which is really strong point. It was interesting. Yeah. Because back then, because I, I would always spend my summers in China. So I was like, mm. well, I ha- might as well get an internship or like, you know, and then make it into some right. other job. And I learned a lot of like KOL, um, you know, yes. celebrities, yes. placements, and just the yes. way uh, social media really works in China, which is right. completely right. different from Instagram. That's I'm what sure, I know. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like for us also, like the most hardest thing is to find the brands in China. Like, you know, normally mm-hmm. we just, you know, check in the Instagram or like the article or anything but there's no information coming in from China so it's like we really struggle to connect it is crazy like I think a lot of brands um I like when we do the when we did like labelhood last uh, yes I think September yeah. You look at everyone's Instagrams um, in, you know, who's a part of Weibohood, um, and it's definitely nothing like what they have on, like, Weibo, on their WeChat, mm, 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 and their mm, following is mm. completely different, and yes. I would say, yeah, like, Chinese audience is probably not on Instagram. They're probably on Weibo, right. Right. you know, TikTok, Douyin, uh, WeChat, so, yeah. yeah, I know it's a bit more hard yeah, to find Chinese brands. really, really different. <laughs> Interesting. As for the China discussion right now I also want yeah. us to digging about the culture mm-hmm. in China as you already I know that you'll be based in the United States but we want us to ask you about your favorite like dog spot that in China if you knows about like you know this local place is amazing or you you have any recommendation for the listener who visited in China that we should go to yeah totally so I Usually when I'm in China, I'm mm-hmm. in Shanghai. Yeah. And I really, really like um, the museum area called M50. Um, it's a really good place if you want to go for like M50. Saturday. You yeah. want to just walk around, see some really cool artwork. I would say it's definitely mm-hmm. more of an art district that you can check out. So that's oh. one of my favorite places to go on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, another place is on Xinrelu. There's a lot of good places on Xinrelu, which is like where the Nike mm-hmm. Lab is. Oh, they, right, opened, right, right. they opened up a lot of new like buyer stores, a lot more streetwear shops. You'll find a lot of sneaker shops there. Mm. Uh, be, be careful. Some of them are fake. So yeah. <laughs> But um, most of them are not fake. <laughs> really? Yeah, most of them are not fake, but there are a few two, three, Some four of that fake item. shops on that street. But I would I say that's think. probably uh, one of the meccas for streetwear shopping 
in right. Shanghai, if you really want to get to the core of it, there's mm. always really cool people standing out there too. Just if you want to、mm. people watch, so I really I like、see. it. Wow, interesting. Because I also know it's like Shanghai for the streetwear movement is pretty huge at the at the moment. Like you know,、mm-hmm. you guys,、uh, it's like in China they hold the intersect,、mm-hmm, which is、mm-hmm. the we actually attended、uh, intersect last year. Oh, cool! There was like ambition, you know, like sky.、Mm-hmm. Ev- everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone. It's like sixty thousand, like people line up, crazy. you know, to get、I、the sneaker. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I totally felt like how strong the market is. For sure,、um, yeah. I'm not sure if they're doing it this year or not because I heard that they weren't. Yeah,、there. they cannot do. I feel it's like there's so many cloud in there. Yeah, because we because、yeah. I remember like it was Complex Con and then it was Intersect、yes. and、um, yeah. we we went to Intersect.、Um, but, oh, I mean, no, to Complex Con, but、mm-hmm. we were yeah Intersect. I don't know if they're doing it this year. Hopefully, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Are you are you also planning to join the Intersect if they're gonna do like next year or like next next year? Definitely, we wanted、yeah. to do Yohood as well, but um, I know they are、oh, probably、yeah. not doing、yeah. it as well. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, okay. So, um, also for your expectation that I I almost heard about it, but I want us to hear more details about uh your expectation for China street or scenes like how to grow up, like you know, based on your experiences in the United States, also you know, China street or culture scene that you see. Definitely. So, I mean, I grew up, um. I would say like pretty, not influenced by streetwear. I will be honest,、mm-hmm. but when I and you know most of China was not.、Uh, I I that is true, and I will say like you know in the past、mm-hmm. five seven years we really saw this big trend of streetwear coming into and infiltrating China. Yeah, because you know when you when I I'm living in New York, living、mm-hmm. like Lower East Side. You、mm. see a lot of like the original like sneakerheads. You see a lot of the original、yeah. creators、True. living out there, you know,、um, and what their influence is. And、mm. in China, I think it's very interesting right now because I think the mecca of it is right. Like you know, you have、mm. uh, Shanghai, you have Beijing, you have Chengdu, you have Guangzhou. Like those are really、mm. big cities for streetwear,、mm. um, and their style is really taken from European and Western culture. Oh yeah. But, I think they develop it in a very different and unique way because it's still different from Japanese streetwear.、Right. And Japanese streetwear, in my opinion, is more like original. Like you know, you have Nigo, you have a lot of like、yeah. OG guys out there. Yeah. And, but China, like I would say, like what you have Edison Chen right now, and you have like oh yes,、uh, like the clo-、uh, the clock guys,、yeah. and you know, on a global scale, I can't name too many people who are shaping it, but I definitely know so many people who are doing like.、Uh, Brands who are really shaping、mm. what we see in、mm. China now,、mm. and I would say China's way of like my expectation when I see the streetwear growing、mm. is it's a big mix of all the cultures that are surrounding.、Wow. Like it's a little bit of K-pop, it's a little bit of oh,、uh, mix、Japanese、it up. Culture. Wow, yeah. And I would say like even with like you know I know a lot of people say oh like you know Chinese styling is a lot of logos, is big logos, and you know、mm-hmm. it's like this. But I care to disagree. I think, yeah, it is a lot of logos. I think the consumer out there cares about logos,、mm. but I think they also really, really care about the shape、Fashion、and the fit now. 
yeah exactly and like you know it's a lot more about the designer now like okay Matthew Williams like you know what is he doing now he's at Givenchy what about Mm. the other guys I think they're closely following new brands and new stories Mm. that will also have like a lifetime for um, Mm. further kind of consumerism for themselves if that makes sense yeah is it is it like uh, for Chinese uh, people after graduate like school is it like normal to start up the fashion brand as a designer I would say because I I will uh, my graduating class did have a lot of um, Chinese mm. graduates. I was mm. friends with a lot of them too. Every year mm. you have a few, but my year right. was. A I lot. didn't see uh, you actually. No, I actually didn't see anyone come out with doing their own brand yet. Oh um, really? Which was interesting because I do think it was a. It is a very difficult time just to you know mm. the, have the investment, have the funding. You know, mm. having yeah, to do true. it for more than a year to two years. I didn't mm. see a lot of people do it, not that I know of. I know a lot of people who are in the industry working. But, mm. um, you know, I have a close friend who went back to uh, China to work for, like, Now and mm. Magazine. Um, mm. And she's doing, like, super well. But I I don't know too many people who are starting mm. their own brand, though. I see. Wow. I mean, it's like when I interview with a couple of the designer from uh, let's say Indonesia or Thailand it's like for them after graduate like even high school it's really common to do you know start up the the, the fashion brands definitely themselves. yeah I mean but since the China is more like huge market and it's like people's a lot I thought that it's like you know it would be the great opportunity if they have a funding of course definitely I, yeah. I think a lot of people are trying to I think mm. maybe a lot of them are just waiting for the right time. And I think mm. the right time is also a good point because yeah. I know a lot of my friends who say like, you know, that's like their goal. They want to do it, but waiting mm. for the right moment to say, hey, like maybe it's not street where they want to do. Like they want to wait for the next mm. trend to come or the next kind of life uh, style of brand they yeah. want to create. I see. Wow. It's, it's really different than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Also, I wanted to know about uh, for the music industries, what uh, how it's gonna be in China. For example, like because uh, streetwear all, always related to hip hop culture and hip hop mm-hmm. music. And uh, first of all, do you do you have like your favorite music on yourself? Like why you're working on it, or you also know about the trending in China? Yeah, so I love hip-hop music, like, grew mm-hmm. up with it, always, like, it has, like, such a, like, that's what I listen to when mm-hmm. I work. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of, like, 90s and, like, current, oh, 90s uh, hip-hop rap, like, I listen to a lot of Ice Cube, yeah. like, Dr. Dre back in the day, uh, and now I listen to a lot, like, a, a lot of Meek Mill, but in China, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, there's a uh, few artists that I keep up with. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, uh, for me, I really like seeing bridging cultures of both, yeah. you know, American and China and I see like 88 mm-hmm. rising what they're doing yeah higher brother right yeah with the higher yeah. brothers like Joji what they're doing especially you yeah. know Joji's from Japan but then you have like Rich mm-hmm. Brian from um, Indonesia. Indonesia exactly and then they bridge all these cultures together and I think yes, it's really beautiful sure. because even in China I saw their pop-up last summer mm-hmm. you see like the again like the bridging of cultures and seeing mm-hmm. how all the different countries and different mm. styles can mesh together so mm. for me I would say like 88 Rising for sure like there are definitely a group of really talented kids 
and mm. I love their music. I think they're really fun. I've seen them live, and um, right. you know, I think China is coming up with more and more. You have a lot of more yeah. celebrities who are coming out from like you know rap of China, the yeah. you know the TV show. Very um, true. Yeah, they have. It's very interesting. Yeah, they have a very unique way of looking at things and the way、mm. they like push forward towards their ideas. So,、mm. um, their message is very strong. I would say, especially like yeah, TV shows, definitely. Yeah, I see. Because we uh we also heard about the name of the Baba, the Chinese、uh, Baba lover. Yeah, Baba, I love Baba. I getting love Baba really、so、really famous in Japan right now. Really, like that's we, good. Yeah, yeah, we see many names on the club, you know, all the times that people listening Babas is like Baba coming as a guest or like, yeah. She's、really、actually feel, one of、yeah. like she's definitely like one of our like icons that we look at for sure. Like、oh, really? Baba, she wore our clothes. I think.、Um, Two three months ago, we、mm. we have we have a close、uh, relationship with her as well. Her okay,、team. she's、mm. really cool. I think as like an up and coming icon and、mm. rapper, like girl female、yeah. rapper, like we're、yeah. all for female empowerment. She's really really、yeah. cool. Wow, that's nice. Oh, I I want to step step aside a little bit. Um, when you uh joined to the sixty percent, um, I. I saw the take on from the Nylon Japan magazine、oh, and、yes. JO One, which is the kind of like new, really biggest <laughs>、uh, groups in Japan, wear it, and people、yeah. were really surprised about it because it's like、um, for JO One, it's really hard for us. It's like kind of the BTS in Japan, I should say. So I feel, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. So I really want us to know about like how you. Did you did you know about stylists in nylon Japan or like how do you get into the opportunity? So that's yeah, that's a very it was a very interesting experience.、Mm. I know I say a lot of things are interesting, but yeah. So Japan, we have our team there, and yeah,、um, our team from、um, our PR、um, mm. is really really great with、uh, reaching out to stylists.、Mm. So I remember when I was in Japan,、mm. uh, October I believe,、mm. yeah, October, yeah. we were doing a lot of.、Um, Buyer like、uh, showroom kind yeah, of style. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stylists came in, and a few、mm-hmm. stylists from Nylon Magazine. They came. They saw the clothes.、Ah. I introduced it, and they really liked it. And I didn't know where it was gonna go. You know, like yeah, they just, they just said, "Oh, we like the suits. You know, we want it." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, like no problem." And you know, for me, like. I do this not because like I I don't know Jo One to be honest. Oh yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, but that was but the cover on the on the magazine. Yeah, it yeah. was. <laughs> I don't know Jo One, but it's um, it was really really fun to see such a young、yeah. group like style. Oh yeah, sure. Like you know how the stylists put it on because we also、yeah. have a few boy bands in China too、mm. who wear our clothes and they're also kind of、mm. like Jo One, like up and coming,、oh. really big. Six、yes. seven guys. They also wore our stuff on like a cover of like the their album.、Uh, oh really? Called, wow. The boy group is called Rise. Rise. And I think again, like their fans were surprised too. They're like, "Wow, like this is that's that's a cool brand."、Yes. Like you know what is it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I did. I did realize it is popular among、um, the more boy fans, which is great. I'm very、yeah. happy about that too. Yeah. I mean, it's like we we can feel about this items is unisexes anyway, you know. We see definitely from the Jo One or Rises in China. 
But you know what's funny is that in America, the mm. suits, because it is mm. unisex. Yeah, we have yeah. some girls wearing it too. But mm. in America, like a lot of、um, African American like rappers, they really、mm. like the suit as well. Oh, so yeah. For me, like to see a bridge of cultures again, like not just in、oh, America, which is different. China, Japan, yeah. yeah. It's so cool to see how everyone styles it because everyone's wearing it in a different way. Their stylists、oh, yeah. sometimes want to match it up with like different,、mm. like, Necklaces, different shirts、mm. on the inside. I I like、yeah. it. It's very fun to see. Yeah, exactly. It, it's I think it's totally like the Nike style, you know, from the from the teenager, but from the old people. But it's the celebrity wear the Nike. It's the same as situation of the take on from you know <laughs> African American wear, but the J O one wear, you know. Definitely, I think、yeah. it's more. It's just a balance of、um, yes. We wanted to be a hybrid, so our definitely a lot of our products. We want it、mm. to be feel a bit sporty, but still dressed up. So、mm. I think the suit is definitely more dressed up, but there's still a few sport details inside、mm. of the suit.、Mm. Amazing! Wow! Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, we like Jero One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know you showed me. You showed me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I I wanna. Uh, skip one question and yeah, to know about um、uh, yeah the way of style and working as a you know between U.S. and China, which is I think it's really rare cases because、mm-hmm. um we've been interviewed before as a textile that you you were you know working really like twenty four seven like you working from the United States but、mm-hmm. but on the nighttime you need to call to China you know. <laughs> You know, wake up, yeah. <laughs> which is which is quite hard, and it's like, um, I want us to know how you manage、mm-hmm. this, you know, situation, how struggle that you feel, and how to、uh, overcome this working style, and what's the good aspect also for working、that's、between a- Asia and US. Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. I actually don't get asked that a lot. So,、mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I do work between. China and New York,、yeah. and the time difference is twelve hours exactly, and then oh my god, is eleven hours. So I I、yeah. would say like you know when the hardest time was when I was in college, when junior、yeah. year, senior year,、yeah. I was starting the brand. It was、mm-hmm. like seven a.m. wake up, go to class, and then after、yeah. class, my you know I'll do work for school, and、oh、at night time I start work for take on. That is hard. Into- <laughs> I think that really, really paced me, and like、mm-hmm. you know, it, I practice my stamina towards my、mm-hmm. work method now because、mm-hmm. I have a very strict schedule now.、Um, although,、mm-hmm. yeah, like you know, some small brands or big brands, you、mm-hmm. are your own boss, you call、oh, yeah. your own time.、Yeah. But for me, like because I my team is in China and some in、yeah. New York, I、yeah. would say my schedule now is like wake up at nine, I take it easy, I get my meeting started around like ten to twelve. Mm. For America, and then、yes. finish all my meetings around for America around like three to four. I don't like to take、mm. any more meetings after that because right. Right. I need like I need a balance need time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need balance, so I'll like you know、yeah. I'll go for a walk, I'll go for you know drive, I meet up with friends,、mm. but、mm. then I start work around I would say like seven, eight, seven. nine, and then when I'm in New York, I work until like two, three a.m. I think there was、mm. a few nights <gasps> where I worked until like. Five six a.m.、Oh, but five I, six a.m. No, but、more. I, but I will say it's 
anyone who's starting their own brand Mm -hmm. they will do a lot of things for it and for me Mm -hmm. like it's just about the hustle can you do it Mm -hmm. you know make sure you have a balance absolutely Mm -hmm. like do not overwork yourself because it will show in your work I do yeah yeah um but to achieve that balance, I would say, yeah, like you have to know when to like fully step on the gas pedal and say, this mm. is what I want. I need to do mm. it no matter how many hours, but also realize yeah. like um, how to cut up your day. So I would say like mm. the best advice I, I ever got was how do you split up your day? Like you have to look mm. at it like a pie, like percentage wise, like you should spend at least like 30, 40 percent taking meetings, mm. you know, doing work. Oh, yeah. 30% yeah. networking and then maybe 20 something percent for yourself mm. and mm. I definitely want to live by that kind of motto so I try yeah. to now um but I I do have free time and I do have fun so you do have I, free time? <laughs> yeah I, I definitely really on the weekends I, I I make sure I don't take meetings on Saturdays because you're especially starting on your YouTube channel especially <laughs> now you you're gonna be oh really gosh. no time I'm so surprised about this so yeah I did start a YouTube but I you know the reason I started YouTube was because I was thinking there's not a lot of girls on YouTube talking about streetwear yeah very true that is true about sneakers and it really made me think because when you're buying sneakers from Nike Mm. or Adidas Mm. they don't have a lot of women sizing for a lot of collaborations and it made Mm. me really upset because when I look at like Jordans Jordan Mm. doesn't go to like women's seven they go yeah, they only go to like men's seven, which is right. like a women's eight. Mm. So for me, I was saying like for the next generation, for mm. the kids who are 14, mm. 13, mm. 16, 17, they're watching YouTube, they're on Instagram, but mm. I don't think Instagram's enough to convey a message. Yes, mm. I have take on and you know, yeah. I have a message behind there, but mm. I definitely want to have like a more laid back mm. just kind of talk mm. about what's going on true what's the new true. sneaker drops <laughs> what yeah. do you guys think yeah I see that it's what yeah I would say like girls in streetwear definitely needs more representation yeah so that's yeah. why I, I'm happy again 60% you guys are like female ran and um yeah you guys are doing what you're doing mm, thank you wow I see Okay, so uh, it will be the last question for you awesome. that we also want us to know about your uh, part that you like the most in New York City that you live in. Any I culture, love... style, food, <laughs> place yeah. or anything. Yeah. I love where I live right now in Lower East Side. It's, I don't mm. know, have you been to? Yeah, I've been to. Yes, yeah. Did you like Lower East Side and everything? Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, I was in... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember that much, but I was in 2015. Okay. I used to work for the financial banking part oh, of that wow. part. I, yeah, that is why I was in New York City. Oh, so cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like financial district fun. I like that area, mm. but I think mm. my favorite is Lower East Side. It's yeah. so, so alive. It's really just, I think, where a lot of original streetwear brands started. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think every single day, like I meet so many different people on the streets. That's mm-hmm. actually how I met my PR is he was sitting oh. underneath, like I live on top of, I live on Ludlow. So he okay. was in a coffee shop and I saw him every single day. And wow. you know, one day we started talking. I was like, what do you do? I was like, I like your card again. And I was like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a PR for oh. this and this brand. And I was oh like, my God. I think it was like such a natural connection where I was like, I know he's the one. <laughs> so I was like, my... 
let's oh. talk. <laughs> and but, you got the business partner. Exactly. So I would say, and he introduced me to so many people on the on that mm. street. And that street really is influential because I do think a lot of young designers, mm. young mm. streetwear, um, you know, entrepreneurs, they definitely mm. love the scene in Lower East Side because it's very alive. Mm. A lot of great mm-hmm. pizza places, a lot of good right. little streetwear boutiques, sneaker shops. Like round yeah. two is next to us, and then you have like mm-hmm. a few other. Like Kith is down the street, so everything is mm-hmm. really close. I see. Wow, that's why you're getting the house up there and then living in the United in, in New York. Yeah, because I was like, I have to, I have to. Uh, this is my investment to the be city. in there. <laughs> yeah, be, be in Lower yeah. East Side. <laughs> Yeah, because I know, I know, like living in a, in a New York City is pretty expensive. It's like even comparing to Tokyo, you know. Oh yes, that yeah. much. Yeah, it would be maybe double or triple. Yeah, depending on where you live. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. But I think Lower East Side, like you can definitely find apartments cheaper, but mm. maybe probably with a roommate and everything. But mm. I think Lower East Side is for me. It's like that's where I belong because I used to live in Brooklyn and also 33rd Street and I did not like Uh, that that was yeah and you want us to move into the Manhattan yeah I I like Brooklyn but 33rd um too busy not really (laughs) no really yeah wow interesting okay I actually covered every question on my side so yeah (laughs) thank you so much for having me really nice to talk to you finally yeah I know finally I'm so happy again like there's so much going on (laughs) yeah your story definitely encouraged a lot of women from the listener and yeah I'm so happy again like again I always really love talking to like-minded people about what's happening mm. what's about to come yes so that's just so exciting 